0: Welcome back to the National Hurricane Center. This is Ken Graham. We're live here in our operations area with the latest information on Hurricane Dorian. So, I mean, we start at the radar. We're actually starting to see uh, the whole entire hurricane on the Miami radar. And one thing to note here Look at this. I mean, that's the eye, just a prolonged eye right over the Bahamas causing just torrential rain, just hurricane force winds for an extended period of time. Latest readings we have still 165 mile an hour winds over one area for a long period of time. It's just incredibly dangerous. And the other part of this, some of the rainfall could be 30 inches in this area, plus at the same time, the storm surge. 18 foot, even up to 23 foot in, in this area. So, just a very dangerous situation for the Bahamas. The other thing to look at, already starting to see some of these rain bands stretch into Florida. Getting some reports to 40 to 50 mile gusts in some of those rain bands. That's Lake Okeechobee right there. That's the Florida coast. So, starting to see some of these, these rain bands already. So, that's one thing to note. A lot, of, a lot of wind in those rain bands. Here's something else. You know, we talk about um, away from the storm. How many times we, we talk about you know the impacts well away from the storm, Dennis? But look at, look at some of this, this rain associated with the hurricane over the Keys. And we're going to have to really watch these type of areas because notice it doesn't move much. So places going to get prolonged amounts of, of rainfall. So as, as we eventually move this storm to the north, we'll have to really watch for some of these rain bands set up because that could still be South Florida. That could be a little. In, any one of these areas could see those rain bands, and I've seen that so many times over the years. So far away from the storm, you can have some flooding with these rain bands. So we're going to watch those those really, really close. Let's get to the forecast. You know, we've we've been talking about this stall for what, Dennis, three days. I mean, this is this has been. Um, part of the forecast so remember that that high pressure we've been talking about that Bermuda high it's been pushing this hurricane to the west that's what's been moving it so we've been forecasting that to basically collapse go away, just like that. So less influence of that high pressure. And as a result, there's nothing to steer the hurricane. So when you lose that high pressure, there's nothing pushing that hurricane. So it's just sitting there, waiting, wobbling, waiting for something to to pull it a different direction. So this is what we've been waiting for. And this has been the reason the forecast has been pulling to the north. There's a a growing and moving uh, low pressure system. It's a little trough of low pressure. what that does, it pulls things up out ahead of it. So as that starts to dig, we'll start seeing the the hurricane start moving to the north somewhat. Now, the question is when. We're going to be watching really close, because if you think about it, we we have a Category 5 hurricane. The latest reading I have, 120 miles east of of West Palm Beach. So I mean, it's right there on the radar, we're watching it. So let's look at this. With time, the timing is definitely worth looking at. So this is this morning, of course, where the hurricane is. And then 2 a.m. on Tuesday, 2 p.m. Tuesday, 2 a.m. on Wednesday. So slowly, um, you know, tonight, tomorrow, we'll start seeing some of that uh, that, that hurricane. In the center start moving to the north. So a couple things to, to really think about. We've got a hurricane, you know, warning because we're so close to the shore. We've got storm surge warnings, and let's let's see why. So we, we talk about not necessarily concentrating just on that center track, and I think it's important. Right now, our forecast keeps the center offshore. However. Please realize, this is a really important part of this this entire briefing here. Those tropical storm force winds extend out anywhere from 120 miles away from the center, okay? So if you think about it, You take any one of these points, even our current forecast, draw that same circle and you can see the tropical storm force winds extend not only on the coast but inland as well. So you're going to see some of that that wind. Now let's look at the hurricane force winds, 30-40 miles away from the center. So depending on where the system is, by the way still in the cone, so the center can still go along the coast, it can still go inland, and even offshore, let's draw that other circle, that's hurricane-force winds. It doesn't take much of a change in the track. How about a wobble? Even on radar, we start seeing that wobble. A little wobble, a little wiggle, and all of a sudden you got hurricane-force winds on land. So that's why we have the warnings up for that, and that's why we have to focus on the cone as well. So with time, Dennis, um, look, look how long we're dealing with this. We're gonna have to be a hurricane the entire week. So that we talked about Wednesday at 2 a.m., this is Thursday. 2 a.m. and that's Friday at 2 a.m. We're talking a hurricane through the entire week. So it impacts, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, even up to Virginia with time with that onshore flow. Storm surge in Florida, we can see some storm surge in Georgia and the Carolinas as well. These areas are very susceptible to storm surge. See all these inlets? You can get storm surge not just on the coast but well inland. So as soon as we get to seeing some of those impacts 48 hours out, we'll be extending watches. We'll be running those values. But we do have in the more immediate time frame, storm surge for the Florida coast. So let's talk about that. Some areas here we have uh, the storm surge warning for areas that could see that storm surge within 36 hours and the watch within 40 48 hours and we'll be extending that with time but four to seven feet possible in some of these areas and you notice the differences when you start looking at the inundation here in the watch like Titusville areas like that you can see it go a little further inland so it's not just necessarily on the coast know your zone listen to the local officials if you're in these zones and they tell you to leave please don't be in these areas it can be very dangerous with the storm surge remember storm surge causing half the fatalities historically in these hurricanes so we got to be careful the other thing to realize you're gonna see some changes in the hurricane a little bit different track you're gonna see the size get different you're gonna see different speeds, all of those are built into those values. We run a thousand, a thousand scenarios go into uh, creating this storm surge um, map because you could be inland, these are all the tracks, we look at all those, we look at a bigger storm, a smaller storm, left, right, change all the characteristics and guess what, no matter those changes, we built that into these values. So you'll see changes but these won't change too much. So let's keep an eye on that and be safe from the storm for it's very dangerous aspect and let's cover the rainfall And and, and I remember the briefing yesterday, a lot of these values were offshore, a little change in the forecast and all of a sudden now you have 6 to 10 inches of rain forecast for portions of the coast. It doesn't take much of a track change to get these higher values in. So if we're a little closer in with that, the forecast in the center, that means some of these higher values, it doesn't take much for those to to get in really quick. And the red, by the way, is 10 to 15. And look, 15 to 20, if not more um, rainfall just off off the coast. So let's watch that. you got to watch that uh, real quick. So I think I've covered all the latest information. Let's go talk to Dan Brown. Uh, Dan is on the, we call it the hot seat, I'm not sure where that came from, but it it is the hot seat because you're the one doing the forecast for Hurricane Dorian. Dan? what? what are you noticing? I mean, we talked about the stationary um, characteristics. Are you noticing any any patterns since you uh, took really over? Really, the biggest thing at the moment is just it uh, hasn't moved much. Uh, really, since about uh, 2 a.m. this morning, it uh, has moved very little. Uh, just kind of drifting off, maybe to the uh, west, uh, maybe west northwest. The last few frames, but wouldn't read too much into that. Uh, the eyes likely wallow around much of uh, much of today, as we don't expect it to move very much. And you see the structure, but you know, in the briefing, I talked about some of those rain bands. Look at look over the keys. I mean, you know, we can't concentrate just on the center. I mean, we're really talking about a large storm, I and mean, a lot of areas can see some of the rain and the wind. Absolutely. We, uh, we're beginning to see some a little bit higher winds on uh, some of the sites very near the coast, near Northern the of Palm Beach County, you uh, around 30 miles an hour. So, uh, winds will probably be increasing along uh, that portion of the coast today. Uh, as those rain bands come through, you're likely to get some uh, uh, wind gusts that'll be much higher than that. Well, Dan, thank you. He's going to be watching everything close, studying every aspect of this hurricane. We did want to talk to Eric again. Eric gives us a good, good perspective on things, and you know, I, I guess um Eric, we're coming into the the peak of the hurricane center. We're we're in it. I mean, you know, we've got to focus on on the current situation. But elsewhere in the tropics, we have got a couple questions from folks about what else is going on as well. Uh, What else do you see? What else in the tropics? Uh, The tropics are getting very active. Uh, We're watching four other systems right now. Uh, We're watching a strong tropical wave west of the Cabo Verde Islands Uh, that has a really high chance of becoming a tropical cyclone over the next day or two. We're watching another system uh, southeast of Bermuda that has some chance. We're also monitoring a system in, in the Gulf of Mexico and a wave over Africa. It's uh, definitely the peak of the season around here there it is absolutely so peak of the season eric thank you for watching all that so we're all getting it done here and uh, probably the next facebook update chris will get back over to TAF b and hear about the marine forecasting as well we'll do that on the next one so there it is there's the latest information that we have um, if you're in florida please take this serious um, i think no matter if we're offshore along the shore um, or inshore you're going to see some impacts you saw the storm surge you're going to get the wind we got to be prepared listen to those local officials i definitely can't say that enough it's real important those decisions can be life or death thank you for watching. This has been Ken Graham right here live in the operations area at the National Hurricane Center.